Hell yeah. <laughs> That's a rhythm fucking track, dude. shits me and buddy we're glad to see you man we got a ripper this week we're talking about the order of the solar temple <laughs> it's a cult and secret society still active today in some forms the group formed in 1984 with the belief that the knights templar never disbanded just went into hiding and then in geneva switzerland two sketchy ass dudes decided to form a society that would claim to be carrying on the Knights Templar. It all sounds like fun. Knights, swords, adventure. But when the group came into the spotlight in 1994, it would be for something far more sinister than a sword fight. Oh, yeah. I wish, man. Welcome to the show. Let me tell you what. Motherfuckers are out here sword fighting. Yeah. I'd move to that location. Yeah, I love a sword fight, dude. It's open sword carry in Texas now. Really? Yeah. First of all, I didn't know you couldn't carry a sword. That's the most shocking thing about that to me. Because whenever, like, I know about guns. No, like, like, first of all, I think in Arkansas, we can open carry guns, A. Yeah, we can. You can't conceal a a knife over a certain amount. Conceal. No, they changed it. They changed it. To what? Go ahead. Tell me. Give me the law. You can conceal it. So you can just conceal a big fucking Arkansas doesn't give a shit either. So where does it factor in? Like, when have you not been able to carry a sword? I mean, I think you can. There's several times throughout history. I am a blade master. For sure. You've seen my skills? Absolutely. The infamous fucking katana kata outside of the world karate championships is the greatest display yeah. Of swordsmanship I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, the, we who's got that video? We got a dick. Somebody's that shit got up. it. Yeah, yeah. The ISKA was going on, and then we were doing the jujitsu tournament next door, and then we yep. like where we worked at. You get, give kids swords Correct. if they win first place, which makes no goddamn sense. Not. But whatever. 
and they're real swords. But uh, I pulled a blade out on everybody, and I fucking spinned it. And then uh, Chris went ahead and gave me the uh, you know the classic music you play. Everybody dance now. Yeah, fucking swinging that shit. And all you gotta know is if society goes down fucking hill, y'all are all fucked because I have sword skills and y'all are pussies. Everybody's sore now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we could just talk about swords for five fucking hours. But hey, welcome to Death Metal Dicks. We're glad you're here. If this is your first time tuning in, we are the only true crime podcast that compares true crimes and sometimes fake crimes, occult occurrences, paranormal conspiracies to our favorite death metal songs. If you love what we do, we love you for that. If you want to help us out, there's a couple of super easy things you can do. One, most importantly, take loads on your face from us. <laughs> don't, no, 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 no. Don't do don't, that. No. Just kidding. If, man, look, I could promise you I would never, ever try to make sexual contact with any of you. And yeah. if Buddy does, we'll fucking kill him. Now. All right. Share the word. Tell your friends about us. That helps a ton. And listen, that's what you're doing now. We certainly appreciate that. And after Buddy threatened you with sperm, I would certainly understand if you turned it off. I don't come. <laughs> now, if you... Shut the fuck up. Now, if you would get... If, if, if you like what we're doing, you could get on iTunes, give us a five-star review, and type anything in the comments. I saw some fucking funny ones this week. There was like four of them with just some dumb shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one was like, Vulture's my favorite bird to eat ass or something. I was like, yeah, yeah that's right. a good band too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a kicking band. So and, uh, just give us a five-star review. You can type anything you want to in there. We would greatly appreciate it. It really helps us out on the business and the things climbing up the charts. We're in like the world's top 100 true crime podcasts. We're by far the number one death metal podcast. We just want to keep stunting on these hoes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because uh, we're DIY. We got no backing, no help, no company, no investors, nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let's show the world that uh, these big old death metal boys could make it happen. Now, some people love the show so much that they make the show possible by financially contributing to us. It's tremendous. There's not a proper way to verbally express how much we appreciate those who do. We give them a shout out at the end of every show. There's a bunch of you guys. We got some new ones on board. That is by going to patreon.com backslash death metal dicks, basically becoming a producer on our show. There's different tiers you can get a hold of to uh, contribute to, and we would appreciate anything you could do for us. And if you don't like that type of platform, a one-time donation of as little as 10 cents all the way up would uh, be tremendous to us. We're grateful for any support that you give us, and you can give us a one-time donation through PayPal. The address is our email address, deathmetaldicks at gmail.com. All business out of the way. We're ready to kick it off with some greasy fucking crimes. Well, first I'm going to hit you with a history lesson because to understand the order of the solar temple, we're going to have to look all the way back at who they're posing off of. You know what I'm saying? To understand a poser, you got to understand the root, right? Mm -hmm. So if you want to know why they pose, you got to know from which they pose. So we're going to take a look into the Knights Templar. Now, I wondered if we should file this guy underneath the Illuminati files, but I'm not 100% certain there's enough concrete evidence to link this to the 
Illuminati that we've been talking about. No. And classifying the files. But this is certainly a real fucky elite white guy sect in the world. That's like LARPing, but way taken too goddamn far. Yeah, but I mean, except that they, they definitely were an elite fighting unit at one point in time. Oh, oh the Templar, yeah. Yeah, let's get to that. So, now, in, in you're familiar with the Crusades. Yeah. It's white Christians trying to take over the Holy Land, a.k.a. Jerusalem, which was controlled by Muslims. Yeah. So, just like now, how in Jerusalem, the Gaza Strip... Palestine, not Israel and, and, and Palestine are right next door to each other. Now, the Palestinians feel like they own this land, and the Israelis feel like they own this land. Well, the Israelis are certainly seem to be fucking assholes. I, I don't care about politics. Don't want to go into any of those current details because there's some shitty shit going on, but I'm not smart enough to understand what's going on to complain about it or not. You know what I yeah. mean? But anyway, the Israelis control the area now, and, you know, Muslim... Islam, Christianity are essentially the same goddamn thing. It's just you, you basically picked, you mad-libbed a different prophet from one or the other. Now, one of them fucks kids, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And one of them didn't have sex with anybody. So, if you got to pick one dork or the other, yeah, I'm going JC, you know what I mean? Like, uh, he never yeah. fucked any kids. JC didn't? Jesus Christ? Yeah. You think he fucked a kid? Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Fuck it. We'll stick it to him too. They both fuck kids. How about that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so one of them fucks kids and goats. Apparently, man. I, I know that's some kind of I weird. I got no problem with fucking a goat, man. Not nah, maybe got horns. That's what taken yeah. by the horns means. <laughs> that is what taken by the horns means. Exactly, man. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, I never knew. I mean, the most I would have thought about it is like you got a complicated problem. Just like you got this fucking bull running amok, you got to snag that bull down by the horns. But no, it's definitely fucking, right? Yeah, dude, it's fucking yeah. a goat. Or, right. or, you know, anything with a, a horn bull, on it. Yeah. A deer. A deer. Is that that's a horn? That's it's taking it by the antlers. Yeah, yeah, you take it by the antlers. It's a horn. It's like multiple horns. Take it by the horns, baby. You feel this fucking goat with gravy. You come and it makes this sound. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more high pitch. Like, <laughs> yeah, man, goats are fucking cool. I'm tired. It's like Mo from Three Stooges is what it sounds like when you fuck a goat. I've never watched Three Stooges, man. I'm 33 years old. Yeah, you watched it? Yeah. When? When I was a kid. Grandparents liked it. Yeah, they're like, you're like Red Skeleton. And you're like, oh man, dangerous. my grandpa thought Red Skeleton was so funny, dude. Oh my god, I remember being like, this. Look, man, for, I, I y'all, I hate comics. Comedians, comedy, it's the worst thing to be around most of the time. Dude, let me tell you about this guy, Red Skeleton. He was like, I don't, I don't know if you guys that listen, I, I know that we don't have the, the biggest comedy crowd, but if you've been to an open mic comedy show and you go and you'll see somebody that's just uh, really doing the same jokes as someone else that you've seen before, yeah. like just the classics, like the same jokes that your fucking uncle would tell at a family get together, Red Skeleton was that only. Like, and, and this was before there was straight up recorded comedy. Is he the original Uncle Joke? Man, no, because he was telling street jokes just in like a palatable old guy thing, and then his punchline was just like making a goofy face, like being like, but my grandpa thought that shit was hilarious. And one time he was like, hey, you shouldn't. This is a little bit, uh, 
this is a little bit adult to for you to watch, but I'm gonna sit you down and let you take a peek of it. And he's like, yeah. "Hey, you break up the fucking tin of fucking shitty cookies." Yeah, just like, cookies. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me break these butter cookies. Those, yeah. are probably, man, fuck, like those aren't shitty cookies. No, dude. no. There's some good ones. Hey, in the there. Hawaiian ones are the best though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But they always had that one that looks like a pretzel, and you're like, man, I hope this is salty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the ones with like the sugar crystals on them, bang. Some of them are so fucking dry and weird, but yeah. it's, they're like the same thing. They're just different shapes. Hey, I guess man, like those one, fucking ones on Hawaii, the fucking dried pineapple and the one that had the dates on them. Oh, the yeah. Fuck? Those those clap, dude. Those fucking clap. But anyway, yeah. So it's just like old fucking hacky joke. How do we even go down this fucking road? Those are old people. We're fucking... way off. Let's go back to it. Uh, <laughs> That's it, man. <laughs> so the Crusades were white Christians trying to take over the Holy Land, Jerusalem, and they succeeded for the first time in 1099. Now, once white Anglo-Christians took over the Holy Land, what would happen is that the more well-to-do Christians back in England or wherever in Europe they were coming from, they would make a pilgrimage because they wanted to come and see this shit for their eyes, like Jesus's tomb, yeah. the, the temple that fell apart when Jesus was like, religion's whack. Yeah. And the temple broke. Remember that shit, dude? Jesus was like, you know what, son? Church, all that shit, it's stupid as fuck. I'm going to break this shit down. And he broke it down, and then everyone was still just like, man, we got to go to the church. <laughs> yeah. He broke it down like he broke that girl's butt. Break it down. Chris was going to tell a fucking story about breaking a butt, like breaking a church. Oh, you're trying to walk me into that? Yeah. We haven't even started this shit It doesn't yet. matter. All right. It's God important. Damn it. It's I, important. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, me, uh, as a young man, believe it or not, I was not incredibly sexually active <laughs> in, like, high school years. Hard to believe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, I was in college, man, and I started, uh, this girl wanted to go on a date, and that had certainly never happened to me before, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, I wasn't going to approach anybody myself. And she just started talking to me about hardcore. That was the thing. It's like I had an Earth Crisis shirt. Oh, yeah. And uh, that's a rare – that's basic – that's what you live for if you like a, a real niche genre of music. What you expect to happen is one day one girl that likes that is going to approach you and then you're going to use your wealth of knowledge about this dumb shit – yeah. To woo them, and that happened. It really happened. And so, like, I, and, you know, the only, like, fooling around that I had done, I mean, I fucked, but it was, like, in a relationship, and then, of course, I was like, I gotta date this woman forever. Yeah. And I was stuck in that fucking loop, and then that dissolved because she had sex with an old guy that was a piercing artist, and he sounded his dick, so he, like, crammed things in his dick, like, to stretch the hole. It's called sounding? Shit. Sounding, yeah, and that's why I know you that. You show something in it and then put your ear up to it to see what it sounds ah! like? <laughs> man, this sounds crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's called sounding. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. That's like the Dixie Cup walkie-talkie. Doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, that shit was a weird part of my life, man. But anyway... So, you know, I'm new to the whole fucking thing. And she just, like, wanted to come back to my room. And I was like, all right. I mean, I got this fucking Judge album we can listen to. And so we go back, and uh, I think that she just wants to listen to the music, you know. We're, like, talking, and then she starts making out with me. Takes her shirt off, rocking fucking knockers, dude. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, my God. And then so we start, and, and we went out to eat, and we ate fucking Mexican food. And we had... um 
like that, that Mexican rice pudding, yeah. like that's like real thick with the chewy fucking yeah. rice in it. Del Taco, would you go there? Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> it was just Del like Taco. a regional fucking Mexican place. And so, anyway, so we're like making out, and uh, you know, I'm like, I mean, the, the whole because I'm not. I'm not that type of dude anyway, so I'm not directing. You know what I mean? I'm not, like, going for it. Like, I'm not putting my hands in places, you know? She's she's driving. She's in charge. Like, she's making the round. She's, like, yeah. pulling it out, jacking it around, right. mouthing it, and then she's, like, sits on my face and shit. And, I, and I, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I'm, like, I, every time something else happens, I'm, like, this is fucking cool. What did it sound like? Yeah, she said on your uh, face, could you hear it? <laughs> <laughs> nah, she wasn't practicing sounding. And then, uh, man, she put it in, dude. And I was just, like, oh, my God, dude. And we're fucking for a while, dude. And I was, like, too nervous to come. You know, you get yeah. that? And I was just, like. So I know it could not have been fun for her. And she got so bored, I could tell, that she wanted me to fuck her in the ass. And I know she did because she told me it fucked me in the ass. And again, it's not something I'd experienced before. So hearing those words, it's like a type of thing you've been talking to your friends about since you were nine years old. And then it just comes to you, and you're not really prepared for the occasion. So I just go, okay, and fucking crammed it in there. You know what I mean? Just raw. And she was like, wait, wait, wait. And I was like, okay, okay, just go slow, real slow. I'm like, okay. So I go in slow, and, like, it seems cool and shit. She's like, hold on one second. And then, you know, what that means is, like, just stop what you're doing. Like, don't move your dick around anymore. And But I, I just yanked it out. And when I did, dude, uh, f- I'm talking a fountain. Just a large, <laughs> continuous volume of <laughs> fucking, like, not liquid diarrhea but the one right before that you know what i mean you like the- a like a refried bean situation <laughs> yeah. with like a texture and dude it just spur- i mean not and it wasn't like you popped the old cork before the new <laughs> yeah, year yeah huh? right 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 oh, man. and you you like the way that i think like the way you'd think that it would happen is like one shot of fucking shit would come out but dude i it sounds like i'm making it up because it's so extreme but i swear to god it kept coming at that volume for like 40 seconds, dude. It was so much. And I'm just frozen because I'm like on my knees. And you know how you're like going doggy style and you like will pull back. But instead of like like falling on your butt, you like <laughs> lean over your knees. Like 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 you're like praying to the sky. Did you barf? Oh, my God, dude. Yeah, <laughs> but not like right then. Later, later, later. I was shocked. Dude. I was shocked. And I'm, I mean, so it was like from my chest all the way to my knees and dude, all over my bed. And it's like, you ever like walk into a gas <laughs> grandparents walk in there? I told you not to eat no whore milk chili in your bed. God damn it, boy. It smells bad here. Keep your room. <laughs> Do you ever, uh, you know, when you like go into a gas station and you see like the side of a toilet with a giant fucking spray of shit on it. And you're like, how the fuck did that get there? That's how it got there. And it was like on the wall, all over the bed, on my pillow, and I had no. And again, it's the same shit because I'm frozen in fear, and I I'm nervous about the sex, and I'm just like I don't know what the fuck to do. And then by the time it catches up to me that this is really shit, and this really happened, is when the smell gets a hold of me. So before I can even formulate... She's a, a vegan, wasn't she? Before I can even formulate a plan, I'm just starting... 
And so I get up to run to the fucking bathroom. And of course, when I stand up, then shit gets all over the floor. And I'm fucking running to the bathroom. And I get in the bathroom and I'm fucking throwing up. And now there's shit that was all over my chest and my knees is all over the toilet, all over the bathroom floor. And I stand up to get in the shower. And I do like a squeegee move. And I put my hands like on my chest and just fucking go like this. And it goes... And fucking, that's how much shit there was. It's unbelievable. And she's like embarrassed, you know. And I come, I like a shower, I come back, and she's like real cool about it, you know. Like oh, she's yeah. cleaning everything up. She's like, oh my God, I, I don't know. Like, what even do I do? I'm so sorry about this. Like, I'll do whatever I can. And I'm like, I, I let's just, we'll, we'll just clean it up. It's cool, you know. Oh, we'll clean it up. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm a good person. You know what I'm saying? I'm not cleaning but it I'm up. Trying to, I, 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 I still want to come. All right, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like I got you. I got again, you. we're not putting our dick in a lot of stuff. So we take that out to the laundry room, put everything into the washing machine. And as soon as we push start on the machine, this fucking four giant black dudes walk in and go, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that was pretty much it, man. Yeah. I tried to hang out with her again, and she told me no. Wow. Yeah, she turned me down. Yeah. Well, you're just not a person to shit on. I mean. Yeah. You're lucky that they didn't turn into like a thing. Like, where you're like, man, no, no, no. We're not having sex unless you got a huge bowel movement going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean. Stop by the old KFC. Uh, it would be kind of a cool thing to be into. And yeah, that's what's weird too is because every time we talk about a serial killer, we are, it's like what happens to you in your young days is what like shapes your. I, I didn't like that. I well, at least you didn't get a spoon and try to like pick it up and push no, it through your teeth. Oh, man. A bunch, it yeah. smelled real fucking bad, dude. I mean, you know what shit smells like. Out of water. That's why toilets are ingenious, because yeah. someone figured out at some point that water really fucking quelches that horrible, hot, burning inside yeah. smell. You remember whenever you, you, I mean, you still can. You can still buy popcorn, you put it on the stovetop, you got the seeds in it. Yeah, yeah. Man, you could have been uh, called Orville Reddenkocker. You take the <laughs> yeah. corn out of a turd and push it around your tooth a little bit. Yeah, and then sure, fucking man. Pop Great. It up. Okay. Can we do, like, the regular podcast yeah, now? Yeah, All right, perfect. Great. I'm so glad. Yeah, <laughs> All right, cool. All right. All right. So, again, the Crusades. Uh, and then, man, what's going on is that all of the, the Anglo-Saxons that want to go see where Jesus walked, where Jesus died, they are traveling to the Holy Land. Now, the, the Christians completely control all of Jerusalem. There, it's not a problem. You don't have anything to worry about. I mean, when you think about the year 1099, it's essentially what Disneyland would be. You know, it's a corporatized. Everything's there to make money. They got souvenirs. They got police. Everything's cool. But on the way there, all these savages are just lying in wait to catch a pilgrim slipping so they can come and maraud that ass. You got bandits. You got marauders. And they're killing and stealing everything they can from pilgrims. And it becomes a huge problem. So, French knight, Hughes de Payons, and King Baldwin II of Jerusalem, he's the king of Jerusalem. He is the Anglo in charge of Jerusalem. They decide to create a monastic order, which is a group of monks, yeah. holy dudes that have pledged their life to Jesus uh, to protect the pilgrims. They were given a wing in a seized mosque named Al Asqua, which is believed to be built upon the ruins of Solomon's Temple, which is a monumental holy location for both Muslims and Christians. So, the order in this wing took the name Poor Knights of Christ and the Temple of Solomon, or Templar. 
four knights of Templar. That just being that they're of that temple. Yeah. So the reason that they're poor knights is because they're monks, a pious people. Yeah. They've dedicated their lives to the church, so they don't have a way of earning income. It's just these monks, and they're knights, and they're going to be trained, and they have trained. And again, they're fighters that have dedicated their life to the Lord. So their income... Is what get this is what the where if you know anything about the Knights Templar before I explain it to you, you'll know why that's funny. Though the order was about nine knights to start with, and like I said, they were poor, so they relied on donations just to survive. And this poor knight shit didn't last very long. The church, the church got super horny over these holy boys, and they were given insane amounts of gifts because right away it was folklore. You know, the Catholic church was like, you guys got what going on? You guys got monks that are super tough knights that are protecting Christians pilgriming to the Holy lands. Is that where Kung Fu monks originated? Yeah, sure. They, they just got fired the fuck up over these basically living legends, you know, this holy fighting force. So they give them land money businesses and then they start giving them new recruits from noble-born families who are all eager to help in the Holy Land. And basically what that means, if you're not a fucking dork like we are and don't understand like knights and kings and Game of Thrones type living, yeah. a noble-born family means that you are royalty or close to royalty and that your kid was probably, if you are a male, going to be a knight. Okay. Or or some type of holy order. So they were going to be trained, and their father had been trained. So chances are you're getting the best stock of people. They That's were going to cool. fight. Um, and so the Templars grew. And then as they got bigger and bigger, and their fighting force got larger, they were given exemption of obedience of all laws. Sweet. So they were allowed to pass any border. They paid no taxes and the only person who could give them any direction was the Pope himself. Hmm. That sucks. Yeah, I mean, you you know, no matter how holy and pious you are, and you could this would happen today. It would happen anytime anyone gets this much freedom of reign to do whatever they want to. There, there's going to be some fucking shit that erupts, you know? Yeah. Someone's going to to abuse the privilege, of course. And now they became shock troops in big crusade battles. When, and what a shock troop is means that they shock the other team. Because you know that back in the day, uh, combat was kind of a, a gentleman's agreement. Yeah. You would have battle lines, and they would line up against each other, and you would essentially agree to engage each other in fair combat. And then whoever won was decided to be get the choice of what they wanted, right? Yeah, yeah. So like, let's say you wanted to raid a city. Well... The shitty thing to do that would make everybody hate you is if you just stormed it without word. And that would be hard to do, too, because they, you know, they keep watch. They see who's coming. But the right way to do it, if you're going to be a civil diplomat about the whole thing and not make everyone hate you, is you would you would alert the city like, hey, we're taking over. Here is our giant fucking army. We're going to be here at five o'clock in the morning. Now, you have a choice. One, you can lay down and decide I don't want any part of this shit, and we'll just take over. No problem. No one dies. Two, we're going to stomp your fucking ass. Yeah. Bottom line. And if I don't show up, you guys kill me, that's what's going to happen anyway. So then they would say, nah, no deal. We're going to fuck you up. And then that would give them time to prepare. 
get their troops out there and you would have battle lines and you would engage each other in combat, made the best man win, winner takes all. Hmm. You know that. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. yeah, that's regular old school chivalry shit. But a yeah. shock troop, which is what the knights were, is they would show up. The knights would be armed to the tits and they would surprise the advance in front of the battle lines by speeding in and attacking big guys, well-trained, lots of armor in front of the battle line. So they would do an ambush. Yeah. So they had the other side was prepared for combat this way. And then boom, all of a sudden you're fighting this fucking group of people that you didn't know anything about. Yeah. Cheating essentially. Yeah. And they were under direction of the Pope and they were under direction of God. So it didn't matter how shitty what the thing is that they did. It was God's orders, So it didn't matter. Right. And that helped out England. It helped out Catholicism because as we know, you know, the Catholic Church, even now, the Vatican, it's its own country. They have yeah. their own laws. That's how it was in 1099, but they controlled a lot of the world. The Vatican is so fucking sketchy, man. Oh, my God, dude. Oh, my God. Now, if you go back and listen to Illuminati Files Volume 1, you'll find out some of the dark secrets, and we'll certainly continue to uncover the mysteries of Catholic religion. But at this time, they're a world power. Yeah. Just the Catholic Church is a world power. Now, most knights... Again, they're noble-born. They didn't fight. They spent their time basically inventing modern banking. The Knights Templar figured out ways to gather currency, and they were getting tons of donations. Again, the church is in power. They're getting donations from the church, and people that want to get involved with taking over the Holy Land, you know, which is the most righteous cause you can have. You're yeah. reclaiming God's land for God's real people, the Christians, and you're, you're providing Jesus his, his place back. And so people are eager to give tons of money to them. They're caked out. And so they, they start coming up with these plans. Again, they're also taxed with protecting pilgrims. That's still their thing. And so they come up with checks. They invented checks. And the idea is that you could go from Europe to Jerusalem with your money, but it would be in your bank account. You could go and you could write a check for however much you wanted, just like it is today, and then the Templars would ensure that that money would get from point A to point B. So you could travel without physical protection because no one would rob you of your check. You couldn't use that check. You're yeah. Arabian. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's obvious that you're not William Smith. Getting hot checked. Getting hot checked. And then uh, letters of credit. They came up with the idea of credit. So I knew it. based upon how much money you have... These are the guys, and again, you got to think, this is in Israel. That's where this order is located at. They're under the order of the Vatican. This is the most money in the world conglomerated right here. And so these guys come up with the idea that, okay, if we have somebody that's entrusted their money to us, and we can transfer it from point A to point B, well, we know we have this much of their money. Now, let's say they want to build something. Well, we could allow them to build it, finance their build and it's going to cost more than what they have but they're going to keep earning so we could charge them for lending them this money that straight up came from the templars well you know that go that throws out the old conspiracy that the jews were in all the money man the christians are the ones that fucking fucked it all up yeah i mean man you say that but it is in jerusalem yeah he's got jew in the name (laughs) (laughs) uh but they were this i mean this made them the first multinational corporation which the business that they were in is banking 
So the conspiracy that the Knights Templar is the origin of the Illuminati. You've heard that before, I'm yeah. sure, buddy. Yeah. And in reality, this was an elite group of wealth cultivated by the Catholic Church above normal law, and everything they did was highly secretive, and they don't have anyone to answer to. Mm. So they can do whatever they want to, anytime they want to, so they're just inventing all this shit and implementing it under no one's orders. How many original knights were there? Did you know? Nine to start There's with. Nine. There was nine to start with, but it grew into it would be 10,000 probably. Yeah. Um, so King Philip V of France was deep in debt to the Templars for his war with the English because they gave him a line of credit. They, he was at war with the English. Now, again, a lot of these guys are English. A lot of them are French, but they're under the governing body of the Catholic Church. So they don't have allegiance to a country. So if you needed to borrow money to go to war with a country, where are you going to go? The goddamn knights. So King Philip V owed them a ton of money Friday the 13th. A lot of people think this is the origin of that. October 13th. What the fuck? I wrote the year down, but I fuck, I'm sorry. October 13th, 1307. So we're talking about 300 years down yeah. the road. I mean, this is something I'm, I'm reading it like it's all happening congruently. But I mean, th- this has been a 300 year gap. But this is all gone. I mean, they have they've conquered the air. The Crusades lasted for, I think, like 100 years. Yeah. And then you had like the Dark Ages, I think, were after. I don't know. I don't want to fuck it up because I've definitely been busted online for fucking mucking up history before. It doesn't matter. In this 300 years, the Templar grew exponentially. I mean, they're a force. They're a business. They're the, the Catholic Church's muscle. And they're also running their own money. So Kill- King Philip ordered. The French Templars all to be arrested. The warrant started. This is what the warrant said to start with. So he writes a warrant for the Templars to get arrested. Here's how the warrant started. God is not pleased. We have enemies of faith in the kingdom. And the warrant made claims that during Templar admission ceremonies, recruits were forced to spit on the cross, deny Christ, engage in indecent kissing. Brethren were accused of worshiping idols and the entire order was said to have encouraged homosexual practices. Now, the Templar caught plenty of other cases outside of the religious aspects of this, financial corruption, fraud, and secrecy. Which it all ties into the whole Illuminati thing, because, you know, it's like you got Bohemian Grove, where they suppose, well, they did hire uh, gay porn stars to service the parties and and did that. that's not a that's not a conspiracy. They did that for sure. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And it was for blackmail, you know. Yeah, and it was and it, and then uh, you know the whole Satan thing, you know, involving uh, Luciferianism and things like that. So, you know, it's always things shrouded in secrecy. No good deeds are done in the light. All right, JFK, don't get your wig split. <laughs> and now, um, under torture. And this is a time of the Inquisition, the Spanish Inquisition. Well, everyone else implemented the same shit, too. So the French tortured the fuck out of these guys. And under torture, they admitted to worshiping Baphomet. And they found a mummified head, which they said that they were, they admitted to worshiping. And the, the head is assumed to be the head of John the Baptist. Yeah. So they, they That's all... That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They all caught... And there could be a real cool reason. Because, you know, John the Baptist was like one of the original followers of Jesus... And he was running around in this. Whoa, that came out. Uh, they were running around in the streets, or John the Baptist was running around saying the word of Christ. And the king was like, Who is this dipshit? 
And they're like, oh, it's John the Baptist. And they're like, why Why are all these people listening to him? And they're like, well, he's talking about Jesus. You know, he died for our sins. He's coming back. He's like, ah, that's bullshit. And John the Baptist won't stop. And he's like, man, make this guy stop. But he's still just out there wilding out, not listening to the king, which really pisses the king off. So the king or the queen or one of those royal shits are like, I need this guy's head on a silver platter. Yeah. Bring it to me. So they go out, they cut his fucking head off, and they bring the royalty, his head, on a silver platter. Which makes total sense because I think, like, uh, you know, Egypt wasn't that far away from there, and they had yeah. already gotten, they already figured out how to preserve bodies and everything, so sure. they could preserve a head. Yeah, I believe it. But, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, if they were, what if they, they now, if they, if they were worshiping it because it was John the Baptist and he was a martyr, boo-hoo, that, that honks. But if they worshipped it because it was a Christian that got fucking beheaded and there was his head that the king wanted because Christians honk, that claps. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? I had to decipher that for a second. That's <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like what you So uh, Pope Clement issued a papal bull, which is basically a decree, which instructed Christian monarchs in Europe to arrest all the Templars and seize their assets, which is twofold. Great for the church because they're getting the assets and also, he's kind of looking out for the Knights Templar because that's taking away the power of France to hold them, torture them, etc. You understand? So he's saying that the Pope is who needs the Templar. He's arresting them. So that's going to take fucking King Philip's hold off of them, free them. And then now they have to go back to the Pope. And he wants them to have papal hearings to determine the Templar's guilt or innocence. Now, once they are under Pope control and not being tortured anymore of the Inquisition style torturing. And and when I say Inquisition, I'm not talking about the pedophile black metal band. I'm talking about like Spanish style uh, torturing and questioning much like we do yeah. today with waterboarding, but it was shit like ramming nails under your fingernails and Whew. cutting the webbings of the uh, bottom of your tongue and Whew. fucking cutting your dick open and soaking it in salt. So you could be like, Chowing pussy real good if you cut the webbing of your tongue. I don't know, man. It would make it I don't longer? think you would ever want to mess with your tongue again if somebody cut that bottom part. Do one of the most. The, it's just a clit, man. One of the worst I've ever felt before in any movie was Jackass, where Steve-O did that shit. Oh my god, with did the paper cuts. Yeah. yeah oh, in, oh in between my god. his fingers. Oh. oh no, he did it to his tongue too. Did he? Yes. And his toes. Oh my god. That he shit also was... butt chugged a beer and sprayed it on everybody. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> like, I, I felt great about that. Yeah, that was so cool. Man. <laughs> he fucking butt foamed him. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, the paper cuts, man. Fuck. So yeah, they were just ripping him apart. Torturing him like that. And uh, as soon as that wasn't happening to him, all the Templars recanted their confession. They were like, look, we're being tortured. We just want the fuck out of there. So we said whatever they wanted to. And then Philip blocked the order of the Pope, which is some real shit back in the day. Like, fuck you, Pope. No. Here's what they confessed. So he had tons of Templars burned at the stake. That's so fucking cool. Yeah, it's hard, dude. Now, the elderly Grand Master of the Templars, Jacques de Molay, who had also confessed under torture to all these things, retracted his confession even in the face of death. He was proclaimed guilty of being a relapsed heretic. God damn. So he, too, was sentenced to be burned at the stake. They lit that ass on fire in Paris. De Molay remained defiant the entire time and asked to be tied with his hands praying facing Notre Dame from the flames this old bastard yells God knows who is wrong 
and who has sinned. Soon a calamity will occur to those who have condemned us to death. Well, Pope Clement died one month later. King Philip died just a few months later in a hunting accident. Oh, man. So the Templars' property ended up being absorbed by their rivals, the Knights Hospitaller, who also absorbed the remaining members, and that would probably be what we would consider the end of the Templar. They were merged with their rivals. However, some Templar organizations bailed and changed their names to the Order of Christ and the parallel, more sketchy order, Supreme Order of Christ of the Holy See. Like I. Like I'll see an I. Damn. This is cool, man. Oh, fuck yeah, God man. God damn, brother. And so, what happened with the Knights Templar is is literally the thing of conspiracy theorists' wet boner dreams. They, I mean, you got so much that, that it correlates with every single conspiracy theory of the world that you can tie to it. You got the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. The Knights Templar supposedly held the Ark of the Covenant. And everyone knows from watching Indiana Jones, reading the Bible, that is the most powerful artifact. It literally contains, like, what, God's fucking chalice or some shit? Yeah. No one knows exactly what it is. It's assumed to be a cup, right? The The cup that Jesus drank out of? That is the, uh, I don't think it's the Ark of the Covenant. I think it's the uh, Holy Grail. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. But it's some holy shit. Again, I don't want to fuck it up. There's a bunch of shit that ties in with this, man. I'm listen. I've been recommending this for a while, and we'll do it at some point. But uh, you know, Joan of Arc. She was uh, she was a teenager, I believe, when she she was doing this whole shit with the Catholic Church, and she was a great warrior or whatever. But uh, Jules Jules DeRay, I think is his name. He was a serial killer and uh, known satanic worshiper and killed kids. But he fell in love with her, you know. And so it all ties into that. Big surprise. Yeah, big surprise. But, man, that dude's a fucking wild fucker, oh, too. Oh, my God, yeah. But we'll get into that. Oh, we'll point. for sure do an episode on that fucking crazy asshole. But the thing is, is that this is fueled because it, it, it's, it's a perfect story. Yeah. You just had this group of people who were on the side of Jesus, and then they all of a sudden got all these rich, white, prominent royal families conglomerated into one group, and they made credit. They made currency. Money, checks, credit. That's what the world entirely runs on now. So it's not too far out of the frame to look back and say that the origin of that kind of does lead to all the bullshit of the modern world. If you look in reality or you look in the conspiracy world, but again, there's ties to Jesus, there's ties to UFOs, there's ties to all types of kooky shit. And uh, we'll certainly be breaking more of that down in the next episode because there's so many offshoots of that. There's so many people who have taken that idea and tried to run with it. The Masons, Freemasons, that's completely 100% from that lineage, totally based on rituals that were done by the Knights Templar. And, and basically almost every fraternal organization that is like a white dude thing yeah. is essentially from that. When you get like into uh, from the Knights Templar to the Rosicrucian to the Freemasons, you know, it's like these dudes that were fucking stonemasons that built these holy temples and all this other shit with a lot of symbology and mathematics and all this other shit. Which is really unique in and of itself. Um, I actually have a couple buddies that are Freemasons, but they don't believe in Jesus. They're into the occult and shit, which is fucking cool. 
But uh, man, cool's a strong word, brother. Well, <laughs> well the word in of my experiences, yeah, it sounds real cool. But let me tell you this: last time I was in Chicago, I went into an occult bookstore, and I looked. I, I looked for occult things in Chicago. Now, this occult bookstore is one of the top ten occult bookstores yeah. around. I go to it, dude. It has got it's just loud ass incense. You walk in the door, you can hear the smells. Yeah. And I looked around, and uh, you know, I was just dressed like normal. And I'm browsing, and I'm getting a fucking headache because you know how I am about like perfume smells. Yeah, it's yeah, fucking yeah. me up. There's a couple of cats in there, yeah. and a couple of fats in there, and they're sitting behind the counter perusing through magic spells or what the fuck ever. They're playing like Yanni on the speakers. There's a lot of crystals around, and uh, I'm looking around, man, and I'm getting disinterested, and I'm about to walk out, and the guy goes, "Oh, I can tell you're looking for the dark arts," and I was like, "Gee, what gave it away?" And he's like, well, we don't have anything like that here, but you can look in this section. I look, I go over to where he pointed at, and the only cool book I found in the whole place was called Tantric Jesus, inferring oh. that Jesus not only fucked, but he held it for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So fuck the occult, man. Hey, man, there's a real, there's, there's a, I don't know, I can't remember the name of these fucking occult bookstores, but there's one in Salem and there's one in New Orleans, and I've been to the one in New Orleans. And I got a cool goddamn book on some fucking French black magic and some other shit. But, hey, it's fucking sweet, man. That French black magic book talks about cutting the head off of a thief, cutting his fucking eye out, putting a seed in that son of a bitch, and then fucking burying it, and then growing something so you can do some kind of cool potion. A fucking thief tree? That's cool, man. <laughs> That's good. Go up there and pick some thief fruit. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, New Orleans is my fucking favorite, man. Yeah, I mean, that's cool and all, but it's also a whole crock of bullshit because everyone knows you oh, can't yeah. plant a person and have something grow out of it. <laughs> oh, man, it turns into dead shit. Makes fucking things grow, don't it? Yeah, but you can't plant a person and grow something. It rots. And then what? Turns into goddamn... Let's uh, go to a cemetery right now, and you tell me... You ever seen the grass at a cemetery? It's fucking green as shit. <laughs> right, yeah, it's that ripe fucking dead people grass. Except for that one spot I peed on, because it's rotted. You you put a piss rot in the cemetery? Yeah, there was a Man. nun buried in one of them. I went to a Catholic one and pissed on You it. didn't do that. Yes, I did. Why? It's fun. <laughs> I'm fucking dude. ripped. Oh man, I'm by myself drunk. Of you just I I said that you're like, here's a nun. I'm pissed off. Yeah, of course I was just listening to fucking a bunch of fucking root and fucking bathroom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's cool. All right, so this has been a dangerous doctrine for a lot of different people. It's emboldened the Nazis, for example, several different white power orders. Because again, it's Anglo roots, and they get this idea. That, that Jesus made them a superior race and they're taxed with carrying on the holy ward and war for Jesus. And you just get... Or they put that front on anyway. I mean, but yeah, they put the... What, whatever they do with it, they just do... I mean, dude, look, man. Again, I, I don't like talking about politics, but yeah. every time somebody comes up with some white power movement let's just be real here they're fucking dorks man oh yeah this is the only like when people are like this is a dangerous movement like have you seen these people you know man like i understand hmm. timothy mcveigh like bombed a building right the fbi did that shit okay and then (laughs) i i can follow that because if you take a look at timothy mcveigh man it's like come on guys like this is what we're afraid of yeah. This is a threat. Like, like, man, make that guy fight like a Vander Holyfield. Yeah. You know? Well, the thing is, like, all those white power dudes who go to prison, they're all buff and shit. But listen, the great equalizer is two things. 
be very careful here, please. Jiu-jitsu? Okay. And guns. Yeah. Well, they've got guns. They love guns. Yeah, they They're love guns. for guns. Yeah. I was talking, I've been talking about militia shit like all week. It's the dorkiest. Dude, that's why power shit. Yeah, it always <laughs> is. It's always that shit like, yeah, man, well, what, well, what we do, see, what you got here is now here, First of all, now, God damn it, they came to this country and they proclaimed this motherfucker for Christ himself. And when they did that on this here rock, they said... Y'all could get together and form a militia and take up arms against a corrupt government. Now, let me tell you something. Y'all elected a black man, Barack Obama, and that is the height of corruption. So, just to be prepared for this map. Now, you know, what y'all don't know about Barack Obama is that he's the son of a son of a pharaoh in Egypt who is magically tied to an order of the world that came from gray aliens that are branched off of the Nibiru planet X. I mean, hell, he looks Egyptian as fuck. And you ever seen King Tut before? That's what that some bitch looks like. And when he came back as King Tut the second, he's trying to open up a portal that's going to usher in Armageddon. Only he's not going to be on Jesus' side. So we get together four times a week out in this field with all our shit. And we fucking shoot shit and blow it up to prepare for when they usher in the age of the Antichrist because we're going to be ready to kick his fucking ass. We're a militia that have formed together against it, and we're working hard to preserve this country. You understand what I mean, brother? Yeah, man. You know what I heard? I heard over there in like different places where they got war, we uh we dropped a couple gay bombs on people, made straight people turn gay. You ever yeah. heard about that conspiracy? Well, it ain't no conspiracy because there's a bunch of them out there sucking dicks and doing all kinds of dumb shit. You know what? I don't like the color pink. Fucking popping your collars. You know what? That's for people out in Jersey. We don't do that. That ain't even part of America. That's part of fucking gay planet. All right, great. Thanks for taking that fucking run. I'm sorry. I'm hammered. <laughs> you really did a good job on hey, that man. one. It's better than the... No, nah, there ain't nothing better than a shit story. <laughs> <laughs> so here's another sect of fucking ding-dongs that got together and formed the Order of the Solar Temple. Now, some allege the temple was started by French author Jacques Briere in 1952. And then in 1968, a schismatic order was renamed the Renewed Order of the Solar Temple, or ROTS for short, under French right-wing political activist Julien Oryx. The problem with secret societies is that it's a goddamn secret, so it's hard to trace back the accurate roots. Either way, when this started to come into primetime, this motherfucker, Luc Jurette, who is a white power... Nazi-leaning gentleman who was part of a neo-fascist organization who were of the typical ilk that was we gotta secure the white future and get rid of all immigrants and take this pure line of race and wipe out all the muds of the world. Same goofy-ass <laughs> shit that they all get involved in. And then he was trying to become the leader of the organization that he was in. Didn't pan out for him, so what's he do? but goes and starts his own organization. And when he came together with this now, also, of course, he was a Freemason. He was heavily into Golden Dawn, Aleister Crowley shit. Yeah. Same as every goddamn one of these morons. It's always the same story. He's it's a Crowley, fucking duke. Aleister Crowley 
fucking... I mean, if we would have had Magic the Gathering and Dungeons and Dragons to put in front of this guy, it probably would have caused a lot less trouble. Now, their main ideals were the correct notions of authority and power in the world, whites, an affirmation of the primary... An affirmation of the prime. God damn my fucking brain. Sorry. You need me to read it, man. God, no. (laughs) (laughs) An affirmation of the primacy of spiritual overtly temporal. It's just dumb shit. Essentially, the second thing they're worried about is to assert that Christianity is the number one thing. But they got a weird idea about Christianity and assisting humanity through a great transition, a.k.a. Armageddon, the second coming of Christ, but they had this idea that when Christ comes back, instead of being Jesus, like it says in the Bible, who comes back and kicks fucking the devil's fucking ass in a physical holy war in front of all of God's chosen people, which sounds cool as fuck, but never happens, and every secret society and cult uses that as bait to pull in all these dorks and then just shit on them. And it never, ever happens. Khakis, New Balances, and a shitty polo shirt. Never fails. Same formula. But they proclaim that Christ is going to come back as a solar god king, not unlike some Egyptian mythology, Norse mythology, and their idea is that they're going to unify Islams and Christianity. And not in the cool way like, hey, guys, we're pretty fucking similar. Why don't we just throw the bullshit aside and all get along cohesively in one area? I mean, like, stomp out the fucking Islamics and take over with Christianity just like in the Crusades because they think that they're part of the Knights Templar and they're moving along. Now, their beliefs and their ceremonies are all a mix of Christian identity, Crowley, and Aleister Crowley, of course, was the head of the Order of the Eastern Temple. A lot of people forget that shit, but he was in some real goofy Masonic Lodge white power type of shit himself. Ordo Temple something or another. Yeah, dumb. dumb but he wasn't shit. a Christian. No, he wasn't a Christian, but that and that was always like a guise, you know? Yeah. There's always a fallback. And there, you know, he he had all these beliefs, and we've talked about it before. Like all he wanted to do was get fucked in the ass. Yeah. And that's it. Like he had all these secret potions, magic powers, ceremony spells. He wrote them all. He wrote them all down. He did extensive work. He wrote fucking thick, thick books. All these Ideas of how to meditate, how to be spiritual, how to use your mind to manifest things that you want to happen, and all these different ways to get there, but the end fucking goal, what it took to make it all happen, was to fuck him in the ass. That was always the one. And that was everything. So if you can't decipher that, and you take, it's like taking the Bible literally. You understand? You, You fall into all this dumb shit and like, oh yeah, like we're in communion with the dead. We're getting all these fucking things worked up. Like, yeah, but you're missing a crucial formula, which is fucking a man in the ass. And if you're not doing that, you're not into the full circle, which is really the end goal. That's like, the thing with secret societies, though, is they're always like, that. they're like, we know all the truths and you and the other people don't because yes. they're all just goats and lambs and they're fucking dumb. Or you got to take it by lambs. the horns. They're lambs. They're not goats. Yeah. They're lambs. Lambs and lambs. And then there's a shepherd who knows all the knowledge. And some people tie in the, uh, the occult with fucking Christianity to mm-hmm. tell everybody the secrets of the universe, except for not everybody, only a select fucking few. Yeah, and again, this is 1984, so they're one of the groups that thinks that the Ark of the Covenant is actually UFOs. So they're mixing in their UFO religion. They mix in some New Age ideas. 
and then a lot of Freemason rituals. Which again, man, this shit sounds like it could be fun. You know, like the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, that Yanni shit. The the whole thing with like magic and a cult and knights and all this sorcery and soldier shit. Like it sounds like fucking fun. Like if you're just having a good time, no harm, no foul. You know, it's just like going to church, but way cooler because you could read about Jesus and have some stuffy guy preach to you and sing songs, or you could be having these weird ass rituals with robes and cool jewelry and incense and fucking books and candles and sage and getting fucked up on LSD thinking about shit. You know, that's way more fun. So if you're doing that, no problem. But these people always take it too far. Now, the other leader, Jurette. His main goal was to get attractive, well-off members, like the Knights Templar, who again got people of noble blood, and at the end of it, it's reputed that several affluent European families were secret members of the group. Now, again, we've talked about this with Illuminati things in the past, it's always attractive for rich people to find a place where they can go do sketchy shit in secret. So if you have a secret society, and you're doing a good job of not letting people see what's going on in there, there's a good chance you're going to get some rich guys that want to come and do cocaine there and jack off on glass coffins and shit. Yeah, that's tight. Yeah, and so the way that this worked within the group is uh, we know a lot, not more about it than Freemasonry, but since they're quasi-defunct, I mean, there's still things active about it, but there's been a couple of books written from people who went through the main ordeal of this. Um, the synarchy of the... That's disinformation, brother. <laughs> disinformation. Now... The Synarchy of the Temple. Their membership was a secret top 33 members that were known as the Elder Brothers of the Rosy Cross. Which, what was that thing you said? The Rosicrucian. Rosicrucian. That's just a short, that's just a... That's why 33rd degree Freemasonry is the highest point, supposedly. Suppose, but you could go way beyond you go to that the if you get the true degree. key of the Illuminati. You can be the 200th, you can be a 200th degree vampire, blood sucking... You can kill anybody you want through magic. <laughs> now, the top 33 members, known as the Elder Brothers of the Rosy Cross, which is a play on the Rosicution, uh, H headquarters are in Zurich, Switzerland. Yep. That's where they're all at. That's also where Celtic Frost is from. Yes. Is he a Celtic Frost or Celtic Frost? It's Celtic Frost. You dude. sure? Yeah, man. I saw a thing where he was like, no, that's dumb. Okay. And my goddamn uh, Irish. I've heard Tom say it two ways, man. I've heard. No, nah, he said, he was like, it's right. Celtic Frost. Yeah. Well, he also has got a weird fucking mouth, so. Yeah. Well, he's from Zurich. <clears throat> man, I was listening to uh, fucking Morbid Tales just today. Man, that's a fucking. Banging record, dude. That's oh. how you kick somebody's ass. Oh, man. Without I, it, that's, that's, get revved that's, up. You become an audible black belt, dude. Yeah. Yeah, no, I was I was having to cut food today, and I needed to go fast, yeah. so I put on morbid. Yeah, Tom G presents you a black belt when you listen. Man, I love him. All right, so the progression in the order is by grades and levels. Three grades per level. The three levels are the Brothers of Parvis, the Knights of the Alliance, and the Brothers of the Ancient Times. Whoa. Ooh. Magic the fucking gallery. <laughs> yeah. Now, they had lodges set up like I was talking about, and it's basically like you would see a Masonic Lodge today. They're all secrety-decrety. Each lodge had altars. Every week they had rituals. And the reason you know these people had money is because they had elaborate costumes, and like the Masons, members had to pay a fee to go up in rank. And you had to buy all the goofy accoutrements, the rings, the necklaces, the crowns, the goofy shit 
yourself to move up. Taekwondo. Yes. It's Taekwondo. Just man. like that. That's where Taekwondo originated <laughs> from. <laughs> the Freemasons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Break on the 33 boards. Now, you during- got a test, brother? You got that money? It's $33. Graduated. Here we go. <laughs> you have gone up in the upper echelons of fucking mastery of kicks. Hell yeah. Kick somebody's fucking head off and decapitate them like we used to do back in the olden days. Now that would be cool. It's possible. No, it's not. You gotta charge your goddamn chi. <laughs> okay, yeah, you're not yeah, charging yeah, yeah. your chi, man. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You gotta really get in there, and I think if you get fucked in the ass, it's really gonna help. Man, that's what really opens. That's up why the so magic many of those game. guys have to get hip replacements, brother, because <laughs> they just get their fucking hole pounded. If you get your extreme. ass fucked, you can kick a head off. Yeah. Know? Okay. All right. So during ceremonies, the members wore crusader type robes which was the the white robe with the red cross. That's the iconic look of the Knights Templar. And they were to behold in awe of a sword, which DeMabro said was an authentic Templar artifact given to him thousands of years ago in a previous life. Hey, my buddy Seth, has a his dad was a Freemason. He yeah. got the coolest goddamn sword from his dad. I've seen it. It is fucking cool. It's fucking cool, <laughs> man. That's uh, the type of goofy shit I'm talking about. But you know what, man? I wonder how many fucking heads that's cut. If it's from an olden time. Man, probably none. Well, this is fake. You know, it's not really from it. You can't bring something. First of all, you don't have another life. I doubt. Yeah. And if that happened to be true by some fucking insane anomaly of the universe that... We were proven wrong, and you do reincarnate. You can't bring a fucking sword with you. Yeah, it just gives you fucking good luck. Like, I don't know how to write good guitar riffs. That did... Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) So, you understand how the group works. You understand some goofy Magic the Gathering type of shit. In October of 1994, Tony Dutwat. Wow, man. Everybody's got a twat name in France. Yeah, man. It's always a twat. Baguette Twat. <laughs> God damn it. That's but, a sword dueling name. Yeah, man. Tony Dutois, they took his infant son, Emmanuel Dutois, at three months old, brought him in, and killed him at the group's center in Marin Heights, Quebec, Canada. The baby had been stabbed repeatedly with a wooden stake. Now, it's believed that DeMambro ordered the, er, ordered the murder because he identified this baby as the Antichrist described in the Bible. Goddamn vampire babies. <laughs> I'm yeah, tired like, of that shit. You got your stupid myths all fucked up, dumbass. Uh, this the Antichrist. You must stab him with a steak. That's a vampire, you hey, dork. Man, to, Why don't you just saute yeah. that boy in some garlic? To be fair, man, that is the scariest goddamn thing that there is. I'm thinking about a baby flying up next to your window, fogging it up, going, <laughs> let me in. And you're like, man, you're so cute. I just let you in take care of you. And then it fucking bites oh, your neck. Oh, yeah. That's a good way to go as a vampire is being a baby. But anyway, so this is, he. the leader is the Mabro. He describes this child as the Antichrist in the Bible. Now, he believed that the Antichrist just so happened to be born into the order to prevent DeMambro from succeeding in his spiritual aim. He just protected us, dude. He just protected us. Now, we're going to get to part two of this because if you think that them murdering a three-month-old infant with a wooden stake 
is as bad as it gets. God damn it, you're real fucking wrong. Next week, we're going to reconvene and talk about the rest of this wacky shit. Don't look it up online. Don't fuck it up for yourself. Come along with us, the Death Metal Dicks. Man, hey, this is cool, man. <laughs> I saw something on this shit, but it was this dumb fucking show on Netflix, and it was full of fucking crap, and don't watch it. I'm not going to tell you what it <laughs> full is. Full of crap. It's fucking dumb, man. This is way cooler, man. Listen, so you got a fucking sword doing fucking retards. Yeah. You got a fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't vampire. Think it's, I don't think it's cool to say that. You got to stick with feet, brother. Oh, cripples? That's the same shit. <laughs> and then you got fucking vampire babies? Fuck yeah, that, yeah, man. Yeah, That's yeah. scary as hell. Yeah. And then you got dudes fucking carrying around the head of goddamn John the, John Baptist. the Baptist. Ark of the Covenant. That's the coolest bobblehead you could have in your car. Yeah. Period. Yeah, yeah. The bobblehead of the mummified head of John the Baptist. We, we, got, we should at, market those. At some point, we got to get Boys, that, dude. If you want to help us get our merge funds up, patreon.com. Backslash death metal dicks. That's what we do. You want to John the Baptist head bobblehead? Yeah, we can make that happen. All zombie and cut up and fucked up. Woo! That's cool, man. Maybe maybe his body's a dick. Now, that? here at Death Metal Dicks, <laughs> like I told you at the beginning, what we do is we compare some true and fake crimes, which just certainly has elements of both, and we compare them to death metal songs. The song we chose this week is Necronomicon Temple of the Sun. Now, if you want to hear Buddy read the lyrics, you'll have to become a patron. And you can hear him stumble and bumble through our secret Patreon episode, which is our secret society. Next week on Patreon. You have to, you know, get up in the echelons of fucking black beltery. You want to cut somebody's fucking head off? Yeah. You join Patreon. Yeah, 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 yeah. With a kick? You're just allowed to do it, man. Uh, We give you our blessing. You know what? If you become a patron, yeah, it's cool, man. Don't worry about it. Just tell the cops. Yeah, man. Uh, Your horse stance gets fucking good. <laughs> yeah, you get nobody. Can, you, if somebody kicks you in the nuts, you're like, I don't give a fuck. You should Your go are steel. fight somebody right away to see if this works, too. It uh, does. <laughs> so, uh, like I said at the beginning of the show, we've several. if you like this podcast, we love you. Help us out easily. Giving us a five-star review on iTunes with some feedback. Thank you. Uh, Patreon.com backslash death metal dicks. That is a tremendous help to us. We use that money not to fucking live high off the hog, but to print cool merch. You can get a shirt there. Also, if you want a shirt from us, I got some. So you can just get in contact with me, any of our social media. We got a real cool group on Facebook. Just look up death metal dicks. You'll see closed group. Just ask to join it. Anyone can. It's just closed to keep out the riffraff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I denied a lady that was like a devout Christian the other day. Man, what if she's part of the... What if she's using that Christianity occult blanket? You know what I mean? And you just fucked something cool up. Well, I definitely didn't. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, you're probably right. Was there any pictures of fucking dead vampire babies on her profile? No. I would highly doubt it. Blood-sucking vampire babies. You That's gotta do that shit in secret. I mean, I guess, but if they're out there, well, dude. Well, no one said it was a vampire baby but you. He thought it was the Antichrist, which to me seems way gnarlier than a vampire. Because there's a lot of vampires. There's only one Antichrist. Yeah, but I mean, they all originated from the devil. 
Man, that's fucking true. That's real fucking true, man. The devil is basically the king of everything. Cool, the first man. vampire is, is Judas Iscariot, dog. Well, yeah, you are on that weird conspiracy about that. Huh? I'm not really on it, but I mean, that's cool, man. Yeah, I mean, I know. But Y'all just watch Dracula 2000. That's what that's about. Dig through the ditches and burn through the witches <laughs> and slay them and I'm back at my Dracula. I don't know if that's it, but that Slayer song is similar. That fucking Bloodline song do by the Slayer is the same shit. Do it, baby. Hungry like... Why am I doing this? I'm just looking for uh, some names. You hey, y'all saying? need to keep some fucking sharpened oak around your house because vampire babies, they're abundant. You don't think they are, man? They hide in the shadows. They come up and breathe on your fucking windows make a foul. Yeah, man, get that sharpened oak. You see a vampire baby, give it a poke. <laughs> <laughs> But man, we'd like to thank our fucking patrons. There's a tier of patronage you could get where you're essentially a producer on the show. We shout you out in every episode. And not only that, but you're goddamn allowed to pick an episode for us, which I think is the coolest fucking reward in all podcasting. Uh, we got Cam Catron, and we just his birthday patron. Thank you. Bobby Henderson. We've done episodes for him. He picked a kick ass fucking bolt thrower song. We made it happen. Ryan Parker also picked some murders. Cool fucking dude. Matt Mess. Casey Gaden. We got an interview with Ryan Parker coming out next week. I hope you guys listen to the interview with Aggressor. I'm pretty sure I named all the patrons. We got a couple of new patrons, but they're not on that tier, but I still love you for doing it, man. Thank yeah. you guys so much. It really is helping. Even the smallest amount helps us immensely. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We love you all through Satan. And like always, the true principles of being a Satanist is organizing every single part of your life that you can physically mentally to prepare yourself to become the best person you can and then implementing your will upon the world make them bend to you like you bend fucking steel and the will is to make a vampire baby and cover it with gravy and get a street fucking pump see you guys next week hail satan